0: You're listening to the free edition of Sweden in Focus from The Local. If you would like to listen to a full-length version of the podcast, as well as an additional midweek episode, please check the episode notes for details on how to upgrade to Membership Plus. Here's this week's free edition.
1: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite
0: hello and welcome to this special bonus edition of sweden in focus a podcast by the local made possible by our members on saturday the podcast featured the first part of our interview recorded on thursday the 20th of april with sen Kanner, the Unionen trade union club chairperson at the swedish financial services giant klarna We're going to hear more now about the process of unionising a workplace in Sweden, how long it can be expected to take, how the tech sector differs from other industries, how much it matters that many tech workers are foreign, and what advice she would give others considering the same course of action. But before we get to the interview, we'd like to thank all the members who support us. We're an independent publisher and it's your support that funds our journalism. If you're not a member but would like to join you can find a link to our current offers in the show notes. Now, because this is such a topical issue at the moment, we're going to have another bonus episode later this week where you can hear Richard Orange's interview with Sen's counterpart at Spotify, Henry Catalini Smith, and we're aiming to get that out to you on Thursday. But now let's listen to the interview with Sen Kanner. And we'll jump in just after I ask her how many unions are involved in appealing for a collective bargaining agreement besides Unionen, which she represents.
1: Yes, we are doing this alongside Swedish engineers and Akavia. So they are two of the SACO unions.
0: Right.
2: How do people decide which union to join? Is there a particular kind of worker who joins Union and others who join Swedish engineers, Ferysenkonjörer? How do you decide that?
1: It's a personal preference. Our suggestion is usually to think about your career and to think about what is your long-term career goal. For example, if you've studied and you have an engineering degree, then it's very likely you're going to be working as an engineer throughout your life. So Swedish engineers is a great union for you. It's more suited for your type of work. For people who are working in the finance industry, for example, and they know that this is what they're going to be doing for a long time, then I would recommend joining Finansforbundet. But if you're more flexible, if you're not sure where your career is going to take you, then Unionen, as a white-collar largest union in Sweden, is a fantastic choice. So that's why I chose it for example, because I don't know what I'll be working at in a year from now, in two years from now, I want that flexibility.
0: And how does this process work then when the the three unions go together and speak to Klarna's management? Is that sort of how it happens?
1: Yeah, that's exactly how it happens.
0: And what happens then? So this happened a few weeks ago, right?
1: Well, the first negotiation meeting was yesterday. Okay. So very, very fresh.
0: Yeah. So the application went in and now you've had the, the first meeting. How did that go?
1: It went well, in my opinion. I think it went pretty much as expected. Yeah. And it's very likely to be the first one of many. Yeah. So it's very early to tell the direction it's going to go. But I think it went well. And I'm very excited.
2: I was just interested in in who Klarna fielded for the meeting. I mean, was it top management or or sort of more HR? Yeah,
1: it was uh, HR and CXO level.
2: All oh, right. So just generally sea level. Yeah. Okay.
0: How long do you expect this process to take?
1: Yeah. So the general estimate is that it would be a matter of months rather than weeks. But we shall see.
0: Yeah. And what's the ideal outcome for you?
1: A collective bargaining agreement.
2: Do you think it's most likely to be one of the sort of off the shelf collective bargaining agreements, you know, like that's already been drawn up by tech for a and, or by the trade body on the, on the business side?
1: That would be the easiest way. But this is my personal ideal. I don't know that it's going to happen. Mm. It's not an official stance. But my personal ideal is to see Klarna have their own unique collective bargaining agreement that would become the standard for the rest of the tech industry right. to follow.
2: Wow! And why that? What is it about the tech industry that, that that sets it apart from other sectors?
1: Well, we are a lot more fast-paced. We care a lot more about digitalization and working from home. These kind of like new trends and new things that a lot of unions in Sweden are a little bit too old-fashioned for sometimes. So I think that's also the reason why a lot of tech companies have found it a little bit off-putting. But I fully believe that will change very soon.
2: And what about all the foreigners working for Clarna? The fact that you've got so many people at Clarna and, and at so many other tech companies, does that play into the sort of questions that you find important in collective bargaining agreements? Because I'm just I think well you know if, for instance a lot of people who are on work permits th- those work permits themselves might be dependent. On their job and being made redundant has further effects on them than it would perhaps have on on someone who was Swedish or or already had permanent residency. Do do you kind of take these things into account when you're talking to the employers and, and, and thinking about what's important to you in negotiations?
1: Absolutely. Sweden is already very good in terms of the kind of benefits and conditions that you get during your work life. So a lot of people that move here from other countries think this is the best that they're ever going to get and i think it can only get better so that's what we're trying to do to make it even even more overwhelmingly amazing for for everyone
0: what happens after those buyout offers how many people decided to take the company up on them and what has happened since then
1: An overwhelming majority of them have taken the buyout offers. And on top of that, you had a lot of people that did not receive the buyout offers, but felt very betrayed by the company, felt like there was no place for them there anymore. So a lot of people have also left of their own accord during that summer. So it was a very difficult time for me. A lot of my closest colleagues have left, but it's gotten better. People have... The company has been slowly uh, increasing recruitment again.
0: But why then is there resistance from management?
1: I think it mostly comes... uh, Well, first, I should clarify that there isn't a lot of resistance. No. They are in the the negotiating table with us right now. It's mostly that they haven't heard the request for it. They haven't seen the need for it yet. Mm. And I think a lot of it comes from a lot of misconceptions that surround the collective bargaining agreement in tech. So like I said, a lot of companies are very fast-paced in tech and they really worry that a CBA would slow things down. That is not the case. That is what we're going to show.
2: One thing that's interesting that, that a lot of listeners might be wondering about is some of the unions in Sweden are quite sort of political. And when I mean political, that means that they've got, they've got affiliations with political parties. But that's not the case with Union, right? They don't have a political affiliation, right?
1: True. They do not.
2: So by joining Union or one of these other unions that you that that you cooperate with, you're not also kind of signing up in a sense to support a political party you might not vote for. It's just about the position in the workplace and the questions around
1: workplace rights. Exactly. I think if you go high enough up in the hierarchy of, of these unions, you end up with the uh, Social Democrats' support. But yes, they are very much as apolitical as they can be.
0: Going back to the last spring, did the company consult with the union clubs before making these announcements that they were wanted to lay off staff?
1: No, it was a surprise to everyone.
0: Right. Why didn't they?
1: That is a great question. You should ask them.
0: They haven't. They haven't explained it to you?
1: They did not see, from what I understand they did not see the need.
0: And looking back on the experience, what advice would you give to other workers and other tech companies who are considering unionizing in their workplaces?
1: Do it. It's incredibly fun. It's very, very rewarding. There's no big risk in the sense that if you don't like it, you can always stop. If it's not for you, But the only way to know for sure if it's for you and if you enjoy it is if you try it. And the great thing about what I've been doing and what Henry has been doing at Spotify is that we are creating a network to support others. So when I started, I was uh, me and the club were very much on our own. We had a lot of support from Unionen, but we didn't have examples to look up to in the tech industry. And now there are. And we are very, very happy to support any new clubs that want to be formed, any new companies that want to unionize. So you can always reach out to us on LinkedIn or on email if you're interested. You can find us online and we're extremely welcoming.
0: Just when I've been reading up a little bit on this, I've seen it described. And I'm interested to hear if you agree with this, that it's sort of a balancing act in that there's a risk that companies like Spotify, Klarna, big tech companies, will just say, nah, we don't want to be in Sweden anymore. This is too much hassle and they'll move their operations
1: overseas. I would like to believe that they wouldn't. I would like to believe that they will see the benefits of the Swedish model. And I am confident that we can show it to them.
2: Um I mean, as a foreigner getting involved in unions in Sweden and going through this process, I'm interested in, in just how accessible Union and, and, I don't know, other unions are for, for foreigners. I mean, do, do they have things in English? Do you need to speak Swedish? How have you found the relationship with them? Is it easy as a foreigner living in Sweden to work with unions?
1: It is getting easier every single day, mostly thanks to Klarna and Spotify. I think, right now. In some levels, in my experience, in some levels, Unionen has been much easier in English. And in others, Swedish engineers have been easier. So, there's room for improvement in both. And they are both constantly improving. You definitely do not need to know any Swedish. I am a perfect example of that. (laughs) Because my Swedish is abysmal still. But you can definitely do it. And... It's getting easier every day.
0: But is it very time consuming outside of work?
1: If you let it, it's, it's very much you drive your own decisions here in how much time you want to put in. Me and Henry are a little bit excessive in that regard, uh, for sure. But we do it because we, we choose to and we believe in it. If that's what's stopping you, don't let it scare you.
0: You've just been listening to an interview with Sen Kanner, the Unionen club chairperson at Klarna. If you like the podcast, please consider sharing it on social media or with friends or family or give us a rating or review if you can. All of these things help us get the word out so we can keep bringing you Sweden in focus. Thank you for listening. Our panelists today were the locals James Savage and Richard Orange. Our sound engineer is Reese Edwards. I'm Paula Mahoney and we'll be back again in a couple of days with another bonus episode and then a full episode on Saturday. Until then, take care.
2: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.